0: another edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer. I am Dan Rhino.
1: I'm Jessica Rhino.
0: And we are rolling right along on Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Jessica. it's It's been a little while for those of us that are listening week to week, so we apologize for that. But how's everything been going in your world?
1: My world? Yeah. My world's pretty much the same as your it world. <laughs> <laughs> uh We... We went on a little mini trip, which is, you know, unheard of right now. Yeah, no. During the COVIDs. Here
0: in uh, July of 2020. I don't even know what month it is. Much yeah. less what day it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, we, we took the dogs to a field event, which is really the only safe thing you can do right now. Really, you, you gotta know. be outside. We were outside. We're, we were socially distanced.
0: And still wearing masks.
1: And still wearing masks when we had to be around people. Mm-hmm. Um
0: uh, speaking of dogs, one of ours has lost her mind. She is currently throwing her body all over the couch.
1: Oh, they're monsters.
0: Monsters is a good uh, explanation of it. Well, yeah, yeah we, uh, we, we did a thing. We went to Iowa.
1: Never we, been to Iowa.
0: I'd never been to Iowa either.
1: Mm.
0: Not a lot of mask wearing in Iowa. No, no, <laughs> definitely not.
1: Well, now, I think. Well, some of the stores are requiring it, and they're they're having meltdown up there.
0: Well, our friend Kelly, who's a, our favorite Slytherin up in New York, apparently New York is starting to uh, require people that come from certain states to quarantine for a certain amount of time, hot spots, if, if you will, and apparently Iowa is a, is a hot spot, and for, judging by our visit up there...
1: <laughs> we know exactly why.
0: ...where we were about... You and I were about... 20% of the mask wearers in the entire state <laughs> that we saw
1: other than the people at the event. Like it was determined. If you are not willing to wear a mask, oh, I, was do not the, come. I was
0: including the people at the event. Oh.
1: <laughs> Cause there, we did have very good mask participation at the event, That's but everywhere required. else. Yeah. No,
0: no. Wear your mask. People COVID sucks. It does suck. It's really bad. I was just, we were just telling somebody about it or I was, uh, responding to somebody on one of your facebook feeds yeah today i can't even remember what day it is because i took a long nap <laughs> I, we gotta walk the dogs i cut the grass I it's passed, so hot here I guys passed out <laughs> it I, is so I hot i took a four-hour nap
1: if you go outside at any point you have to come in and take a nap and recover
0: but i was responding to somebody's and i'm like you know just all the Things that, co- that go along with COVID. She was like, oh, it's like the cold. Everybody gets it. We just got to all get it. No, it's not like any cold I've ever had. No,
1: it's <laughs> it, awful.
0: And but, it's still here with four months later, the only thing I can taste is banana Laffy Taffy. As I have the remnants of several. Like
1: a mountain of wrappers
0: <laughs> in front of you. It's like a, a wild animal <laughs> caught some banana Laffy Taffy in, a, in, the, uh, in the forest and murdered him. That's what it looks like here.
1: Yes, just a pile of banana carcasses. Speaking Left of banana carcass?
0: uh, carcasses, uh, we're going to talk about Chapter 5 today.
1: Smooth, Daniel. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> so
0: I'm the best in the business. Uh, but before we talk about, talk about Chapter 5, which is Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, let's go back to Chapter 4.
1: I feel like the candy could have been a smoother transition.
0: Ah, the candy! Candy!
1: Not carcasses.
0: See, that's why I'm not very good at this. You're the best in the business, though.
1: Well, we just woke up from an app.
0: <laughs> uh, remind yep. me before we stop recording, we got to plug a couple of things. we got to plug our friends at the People's Trivia Company. Yes. Austin and Jack, who are doing their... Live online trivia events Tuesday, and I know the other Thursday, one. and occasionally Sunday, and then and then an upcoming appearance. You Ooh, and I are going to have
1: so exciting.
0: A, a public, a first, we're doing a thing. The first public appearance for Broomsticks and Butterbeer in almost a year.
1: Yeah, look at us. We went, we went on a trip, mm-hmm. and we're doing an event.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's exciting times, Jessica. So exciting. And They're very, like a month apart. Yeah, very <laughs> sad times too, but. Very exciting times, too. So, uh, let's recap Chapter 4. Chapter 4 was called Back to the Borough. We don't actually get to go back to the borough, Jess. No. Uh, Harry was ready to leave with the Dursleys and spend the next two weeks with the Weasleys. Uh, leave, leave the Dursleys and spend the next two weeks with the Weasleys. Uh, the Weasleys arrive via the fireplace flu network, not by car or by flying car, for that matter. Uh, the fireplace has been boarded up, or actually bricked up, So, Mr. Weasley had to burst through the bricks, causing a mess, and before the Weasleys leave with Harry, one of the twins, uh, I believe it was Fred, had a candy fall out of his pocket, fall out of his pocket, which Dudley eats because he's been on a starvation diet, and the candy causes Dudley to grow an enormous purple tongue. Mr. Weasley tries to help, but Mr. Dursley pelts him with various ornamental objects, so Mr. Weasley, Harry, and the rest of the family leave through the fireplace.
1: No. Mr. Weasley doesn't leave through the fireplace. He stays and helps clean up the mess.
0: I thought he just left.
1: No. He told Harry to leave, and Harry leaves. In this chapter, we find out that he comes back a few minutes later.
0: Interesting. Hmm. Shows how much I paid attention. (laughs) So, chapter five, the one we're going to talk about today, Weasley's Wizard Weezes. We're finally at the burrow, like we've been promised in the last chapter, and failed to deliver from... Miss J.K. Rowling. But we are finally back at the borough where the Weasley family resides. And Jess, just as you surmised on the last show, that candy may not have so accidentally fallen out of Fred's pocket. No.
1: I mean, there was no doubt in my mind. And what's the first thing Harry hears when he steps into the Weasley's burrow? Steps out of the fireplace? Did he eat it? (laughs) <laughs> and I have to admit, for a second, okay, now I read this as soon as I woke up from my long nap. But the first words out of that were said was, were "Did he eat it?" And I was thinking, "Did did Harry like fall? Mm-hmm. Because he was worried about falling out of the fireplace onto his face. And so I thought they like had maybe taken a bet on whether or not Harry would
0: yeah. fall say on his face. Eat it, like eat the pavement. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: the took me a second then i was like oh yeah the candy so
0: yeah so it was a big setup
1: all a big setup. well it was a test they hadn't had anybody to test their products on apparently
0: it's like like the vaccine test
1: (laughs) Ooh, which we can't sign up for we found that out
0: yeah if you've been covid positive you can't sign up they are doing vaccine testing here in st louis st louis university and washington university but we're not eligible so uh brave people get out there and test it for us Uh, Harry gets to meet a couple of Weasleys that he's never met in person. Can can you tell us about, or what can you tell us about? Charlie the Dragon Wrangler,
1: Trainer... This, I don't know, it just seemed a little swoony. It just seemed a little swoony. I know he's a young boy and maybe he idolizes these older cool kids, but it also seemed like a little girl being like ooh mm-hmm. <laughs> Charlie and ooh Bill but um yeah so Charlie he knew right away which one was Charlie He was like rugged and outdoorsy and almost tan looking and he had calluses on his hands and he the just man's man. he's a man's man A burn a glistening burn on his arm
0: <laughs> probably shaves with like a knife
1: yeah definitely <sighs> Definitely, <laughs> that's Crocodile Dundee.
0: I just, I think, I think that's just, I think Crocodile Dundee did it, but I, I think that's just like a man thing. Like, yeah, that's actually like a, like a barber thing. They'll shave with like a the blade. Yeah, the like the blade. actual blade. I guess you get that real, that but close not cut. giant knife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is a knife. Exactly. So um, that's Charlie, mm-hmm. and he does stuff with dragons.
1: Yes. He works with dragons but in Romania.
0: But they didn't say like where. I got a thing about Romania later on too. Okay. Remind me when we start talking about the Quidditch Cup. <laughs> but so he does something with dragons. I don't know if he's like a zoo like worker. Yeah, with it's dragons.
1: like a like a reserve.
0: It's okay. What about sanctuary? What about Bill the banker?
1: <laughs> Bill the banker. Bill the banker is a rock star. Like okay. He's got an earring. He's got long hair and a ponytail, and he looks like he should be at a rock concert.
0: Now, I couldn't really get an idea of what he does for Gringotts because later on in the chapter, Molly is kind of getting on him about the earring, about the long hair, and he said, "What would what what does the bank think about all the way you look?" And he said, "As long as I bring, like, keep bringing in the treasure, like, what does that mean?" Um, he like steals treasure and bring, <laughs> bring it, brings it to Gringotts. He's no, like Indiana Jones. He's, he's out like, there <laughs> finding like rare treasures, and
1: I don't think so. In the um, in the game, he's he's a curse breaker. So rare objects that have been put under certain spells and protections and curses. He will figure it out and break the curses.
0: I thought maybe he was just like a teller, like you know, you you put your little, put your money in the little tube, and you go thunk.
1: No, he's way <laughs> too cool for that. He has an he's eerie. Like, How are
0: you doing today? <laughs> we'll have this out to you in a second.
1: <laughs> That's Percy. We need
0: you to sign this. <laughs>
1: That's Percy's
0: voice. A uh, Percy is uh, very very busy in this chapter. Very He's busy. He's very imp- doing some very important work that we're going to uh, talk about here in, ju- in just a second. But uh, there's a funny scene right after we see Charlie and Bill where Arthur Weasley is berating the twins for their actions at the Dursleys' house. And threatens to tell their mother about it. However, we find out that he really didn't intend to tell Mrs. Weasley. It was just an empty threat. Because when Mrs. Weasley really shows up and overhears that she's supposed to be told something, Mr. Weasley kind of backs off. Oh, I, I mean, I took care of it. And,
1: we had uh, words. It's fine. So, to me... Yes?
0: Are we to assume that Mr. Weasley does this very often? Because it so- seems like he does. Yeah. And why? Why does he not want to tell mrs weasley about the boys exploits
1: well why
0: would he, would he not want i think her this to is know? like
1: the common dad thing where they actually kind of thought it was pretty funny and kind of cool but they have to pretend that they didn't and now he was probably a little more put out by this incident because he did get things thrown at him and mm-hmm. he did have to clean up the mess but at the same time i think he was also kind of chuckling about it so yeah i think it was you know just the dad thing where he was doing his dadly duty by yelling at them but he wasn't actually going to punish them or have any lasting consequences
0: the reason i asked that is because i had something in my notes that and i'm not kind of hard it's all kind of rolling together here but it i'm wondering if mr weasley doesn't want to tell molly about the things that the twins are doing because she's kind of disappointed in their development yeah and i'm wondering if this if i wonder if it's kind of like protecting her from further disappointment i'm wondering if it's him trying to just kind of be the the cool dad and you know, I I don't want to really get you guys in trouble. You're not really in trouble with me. You know, you have to be in, in... I have to say something because I can't just be like your buddy. I have to say something, but you're not really in trouble with me. But if your mom finds out, you really are going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I why so I wanted to ask what you thought about well,
1: it. Well, and I think, too, he's a little bit of an oddball. People, mm. you know, think he's a little odd. And he... Has his quirks and he likes smuggle things and they like jokes. I think he kind of can relate to that mm-hmm. too. And he's like, let them be. But come on, guys, don't hurt people. Mm-hmm. Don't cause problems. Yeah. This was a, a cruel joke. I mean, even if, you know, Dudley did deserve it. Um, but yeah, I can see the Molly thing too because she is really upset by it. And I was going to say that too. Like, he. He wasn't really mad, but she would actually be mad. Yeah. That's why he didn't want her to know.
0: So let me, let me skip ahead to my notes then while, while we got that in our in our minds. We really get a sense of Molly Weasley's feelings, current feelings about the twins in this chapter. I mean, she, of course, loves them with all her heart, but she seems to be a little... I was looking for a, a, a word to put in my notes, but she almost disappointed in their wizarding development and kind of unsure of their future, right?
1: Yeah. I think her other kids have been fairly easy to this point. You know, they've kind of found what they really, really enjoy and have gone for it and followed their follow their dreams. But and luckily those have all been acceptable things. Friend George's love and passion is in making jokes and pranks and that she doesn't see that as an acceptable career.
0: Uh, my dog was playing with a loud toy, so I gave him a plastic bottle to play with. <laughs> Which
1: is ten times louder.
0: <laughs> uh, mistakes were made, Jessica. Sorry. Mistakes were definitely made. So sorry to the listeners. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Banana Laffy Taffy and Diet Dr. Pepper.
1: Great dog toys. <laughs> the The... The like, Dr. Pepper, not the banana like, laffeter. Buy,
0: buy us for the smooth taste. Keep us for the dog tour. <laughs> it anyway, just, yeah,
1: it... so I think the other boys have been fairly easy. Percy is obviously very driven. Mm-hmm. And, you know we're
0: gonna talk about Percy here in
1: a <laughs> second. <laughs> uh, Charlie is beyond obsessed with dragons. It was a very easy path for him to follow.
0: And that's kind of like a big that's that seems like that's kind of a, I don't know if it's like a prominent role in the wizarding community, but it seems like it would be you would get a lot of respect if you're dealing with dragons. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's you. It's kind you, of a pe- dangerous people job. People would probably think that that's pretty, a, you know, pretty cool career. And then of course, working for Gringotts is a big deal. You know, nothing wrong with yeah. that.
1: So so far, she's really, her kids are really knocking it out of the park. Mm-hmm. So she's concerned.
0: But I think, uh, you know, as us being in education, not having kids, but, but being in education, a lot of our main goal is just to produce productive members of society. Yes. And we kind of feel that if we don't do that, then we've failed. And I think that's probably a, a similar feeling to what parents feel as well. So it she, she's so frustrated in this chapter. She's just so frustrated with everything. Uh, that's kind of been building up with the twins. They didn't get as many owls, uh, the ordinary wizarding levels, yes. as as she felt that they should have in the last semester, and they've kind of just been focusing on uh, what we'll talk about here in a second, uh, the namesake of our chapter, the Weasley's wizard, Wheezes. Uh, let's talk about uh, who else is in the house here. Everyone. Yeah, (laughs) everyone is there. Everyone is in the house. Uh, We got to point out there, Hermione is also at the Weasley household going to the Quidditch Cup and spending a couple of weeks there until school starts. Now, are Charlie and Bill just in town for the cup because of the, you know, the cup being in England this year is kind of a big deal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the namesake of our chapter is mentioned by Mrs. Weasley when she hopes that the twins' shenanigans at the Dursleys' house isn't related to Weasley's Wizard Wheezes. So, Harry, not being sure what the heck that means, uh, what can you tell us about Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, (laughs) Yes.
1: Well, we find out a couple of things in this chapter. Uh, Ron, I guess, gives him a very brief explanation. And I think that's also another part of it is, I think Molly thought this was a closed argument. Mm -hmm. We, We... We've had a discussion about this. I've f- forbidden it. It's over. And it's clearly not
0: over. Mm-hmm.
1: But um, apparently she was cleaning up the, boys, the twins' room. And she found order forms.
0: Yeah, like a big stack of order Long,
1: forms. long order forms. Priceless. Of all these items that they have invented. And I love that Jenny said... Yeah, we've always heard, like, big bangs coming from their room. <laughs> I didn't know they were inventing anything. I thought they just liked the noise. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you just like the noise. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so Molly found out their little business venture. They've invented several things over the summer, and they were planning on selling them when they got back to Hogwarts and making a nice little profit.
0: And there was, I'm, I'm guessing, the... The gumball or the the jawbreaker or whatever it was that Dudley ate was one of them. I, I think he called it something. He called it like a...
1: ton tongue, tongue toffee
0: Yeah, something like that. And there's uh, like fake wands.
1: Which she gets later. Yeah, she
0: picks up a fake one. And
1: it turns into a rubber duck.
0: It's like when I'm in a, like a really bad mood and something's made me really angry and then I step on a squeaky toy. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs>
1: Exactly, it's exactly that That's how Mrs. Weasley felt when she picked up her wand She's trying to cook dinner for 11 people And she's frustrated Because something she thought was over with Is not over with And something that could get them Probably into serious trouble at Hogwarts She's like, guys, no, this is a horrible idea
0: So they had to Destroy all the order forms But apparently they have not given up The Weasley's Wizard
1: the contraband
0: wheeze's concept Molly kind of in her diatribe talks about you know how she wants them how she knows that they're capable they're obviously very bright Yeah, because n- nobody cool else stuff. is inventing all this stuff and they're very entrepre- entrepreneurial too because they're not only inventing it you know just to like make cool stuff they're trying to monetize it too while they're still in school and their goal one day is to open up a
1: a joke shop a joke
0: shop, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's just when you have so many when you have kids that are in these like prominent positions in the wizarding world and then these two just want to open up a you know, a joke shop. You know, you hear stories about like the kids who, you know, the one goes to medical school, the one goes to law school, and the one, you know, wants to be a stand-up comedian. And, but that's their dream, mm-hmm. you know, or they want to be a professional wrestler or, you know, and and they get laughed at and they get, you know, tried to push away from that dream. But that's it's what they want to do. And, you know, we'll find out in later books whether or not that uh, that dream comes true. But Percy, the prefect is also here. But uh, Jessica, he's oh, cooped Percy. up in a room. Because he's writing a very important paper for the Ministry of Magic about something that is a very pivotal problem in the wizarding world. I mean something that could be a game changer going forward, something that could make or break the you know, the future of the wizarding world. And that is getting a consistent thickness on cauldrons high level stuff here high level like
1: I kind of started to tune you out there for a <laughs> little bit it's like focus focus like he's being super, I really don't he's being care really sarcastic. about he's Percy he's really sarcastic
0: he's being really sarcastic I just got to get through it <laughs> that's every day of your life he's like okay I just gotta I just gotta, just gotta stick my head down and I just gotta get through the day little do you know every day you wake up there I am it starts all over again.
1: Well, you woke up, and I wasn't where you thought I was last night.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, s- <laughs> you switched uh, to a different place. I thought, felt like you had teleported.
1: <laughs> I got inched out of my side of the bed, and so I just went and got on the other side.
0: Well, you know, Percy feels like this is a really big deal. And he's very proud of the work he's doing. He wants everybody to keep the noise down. He gets, like, the big room to work in, too, and yeah. everybody else is cramming. Yeah, to himself. Because he's working on this important paper. Ron's
1: got three extra people in his room. Because per- Harry's staying in yes. there. Jess,
0: did I tell you what twins he's working on? have
1: been moved into there so that okay. Bill and Charlie can have the, uh, have the twins' room.
0: O- okay, he's working on something very important some cauldrons are like a millimeter thinner than other cauldrons and there's been like a leak issue leak issue so if we can't get the cauldron thickness problem figured out we're in hot water maybe literally yeah (laughs) so i'm just saying you know i think maybe back off percy a little bit
1: maybe he should eat dinner in his room and keep working
0: Sure he will. Uh, Pig the Owl is still here. Pig Wigeon, as Jenny named him. Uh, hopping around like a three-year-old who just ate a bunch of uh, Fun Dip.
1: Or like our dogs <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Well, at
0: least they settle down sometimes.
1: Sometimes.
0: But Pig does not. Not
1: when we're doing a podcast. They won't though.
0: even let Pig be around the other owls because they, they're they just annoyed by Pig. Yeah. Because it's just you know, going up. It's like a hummingbird. It reminds me of a hummingbird.
1: But also, you know, and Harry even said Ron was always griping about scabbers, but he was very upset when he thought something had happened to scabbers. So Harry wasn't really buying into this pig annoys me attitude that Ron was giving off. I also think a little bit about Ron wants pig in the room. Mm -hmm. He's used to having a pet with him at all times. Mm -hmm. He's not going to have him go be somewhere else in the house he wants him in the
0: room Uh, we get mention of a couple characters one new one that we've got familiar with in earlier chapters the disappearance of bertha jorkins uh she of the department of magical games and sports comes up again Mm -hmm. and mr crouch who's percy's boss at the ministry in the department of international magical cooperation but we don't learn much about mr crouch in this chapter though no although i know he he will be more prominent uh, later later on but it's it's important to at least mention mr crouch here so the boys are talking about all the countries participating in the quidditch cup which is kind of cool cuz it's kind of seems to be based on the world cup where you know it's every i don't know if it's every year i don't know if it's every 4 years like the world cup is but it takes place at a different part of the world and whatever Place in the world gets the World Cup of soccer. It's a big deal for them. Mm. I mean, it's like a big money generator. It's a you know they they build uh, buildings and fields specifically for that. It's kind of like the Olympics, but it's just with soccer. And this is just with Quidditch, and each country is represented. But uh, it's taking place in England, and England did not do so well in the preliminaries. No. I mentioned that they got trounced by Transylvania.
1: Okay. Now, see, this was totally off. Not off topic. But this is the part in my book that's different than your book. Hmm. The content is the same. But it's in a different order. It was very strange. I was like, wait a minute. What? Because it, like, skips a paragraph, talks about how badly they did, and then then goes back and explains that Harry's interested in Quidditch because he has he plays for the Gryffindor team and he has a firebolt and yada yada yada. It was just it was strange. I don't know why the American version, UK version, they had to switch up those paragraphs.
0: It's probably something to do with our attention spans. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and they probably did some focus groups, <laughs> and uh, our friends over in England uh, probably preferred it one way and. Uh, us over here, which are the majority of us, have some kind of uh, attention deficit disorder.
1: <laughs> it seems so random, though, that that one page hey, essentially fo- is you very different.
0: Groups, oh, okay. you don't question the focus groups. Oh, uh, okay. Don't question the focus groups. Transylvania. Yes. Uh, tra- Transylvania uh, trounts England. Just Transylvania is not a country. Oh. It, it's part of Romania. Yes. Remember, I, I gave a little that little tease earlier about Romania. Yes.
1: Yes, you have uh, Transylvania
0: is a region in Romania.
1: Yes, but... Why is
0: Transylvania uh, allowed to be represented? That's like the state of Missouri being represented in the World Cup. But in the... And m- now, <coughs> the the players from the state of Missouri within the United States of America. And then they play the uh, the state song of Missouri, which is... Chicken fried? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a chicken fried. Fry. Cold, beer cold beer on a Friday night. night. Nope, it's not. But maybe we should start <laughs> a petition to change it. I think it. we should. Uh, it is the Missouri Waltz. Oh. Missouri Waltz.
1: Maybe in St. Louis?
0: Yeah, that's a good one, too.
1: Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'm going to go with... Uh, Transylvania is... Uh, predominant in the wizarding community because... Like you know, vampires, vampires and yeah. stuff, all the folklore around that probably has something to do with wizards and witches, and so maybe in the wizarding community, they're kind of a separate entity
0: So are they a team of vampires?
1: Because no. that's kind
0: of not fair.
1: No, no, they're not a team of <laughs> vampires now, but no I'm wonder just England saying. lost
0: no wonder <laughs> England lost to them to these superior beings. I assume it was a night game, though
1: no. Maybe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or they were wearing sunscreen. They were
1: not vampires. I'm just saying that I could see how...
0: Do you know for sure they weren't vampires? Because you said like pretty definitively there that they weren't. But do you know for sure that they didn't have at least a couple vampires on the team? No.
1: I I think it's strictly witches and wizards. I don't think anybody else gets to play.
0: Did the Egypt team have a team full of mummies? No. I was trying to think where Frankenstein's monster is from.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I knew that, but now I don't know. No, it's just witches and wizards. Okay. Okay. For all of their mud blood versus pure blood issues and how they want equal treatment, everything else is kind of lower scale than witches and wizards, like. They're up here at the top, and then everything else is on the bottom. Do you so, think you th- like even like Lupin had issues because of his his werewolf, werewolf. Yeah. and yeah. so then nobody wanted him Do you in think the community. Any
0: teams would have any werewolves on it, a la the movie Teen Wolf. No, because when Michael I, J. Fox, they they
1: looked down on that. When he Michael J. Of Fox it was out. a
0: person, he was not very good. Now see, that's the opposite because you were saying they looked down on the werewolf version of Lupin. Whereas in the movie Teen Wolf, they look down on the Michael J. Fox version, but when he becomes the wolf, he's really cool. He's really cool. cool. <laughs> and apparently for no reason, amazingly good at basketball. <laughs> and he's not a wolf anymore. It's like, oh, I can't even dribble the ball. But when he's the wolf, he's really he can dribble all of a sudden, and he's he can...
1: Better reflexes, and...
0: See, if you had better... If I gave you like amazing reflexes you wouldn't be able to coordination to to just automatically you know do something very well i don't i don't know yeah you don't know he also surfs on a why uh, don't you give me
1: good reflexes and we'll find out
0: i think you've picked up my aim like i'm really good at throwing things at targets and you've picked up my aim over the years
1: that's because we throw things at each other
0: yeah see (laughs) i've trained you (laughs) You've done very well, my, my apprentice. I
1: had to get better to survive. If you're going to throw things at me, I have to be able to throw things oh, back so it at was you. Just,
0: it was, you just evolved. Yeah. It was like <laughs> survival of the fittest. Like yeah. You either survive or you die. Basically. All right, that's just my Transylvania rant. And um, I assume that they're maybe using some in- performance enhancers in tr- Transylvania. That being the fact that uh, at least a couple of them. Our vampires. vampires, Yes. Uh, We also mentioned Victor Crumb is the star player for Bulgaria. And I remember Victor Crumb from the movies as being from one of the competing schools later on in the book. Yes. So he's still in school but playing for the national team. Yeah,
1: I had a little bit of an issue with that. I mean, I get it.
0: Like, after I saw... I looked it up and it said that he's, like, 18, I guess. Mm -hmm. So he's, like, in his last year of school but he's good enough that he plays for the national team which can't happen you know the national team like the national uh, you know like gymnastics for example yeah a lot of those you know are very young girls and, and guys still... are, are in college or or even younger than that um and that I mean, that can happen with with a lot of sports like soccer we've had you know high school players and college players on the national team because they're true amateurs but it's, it, I just thought that was kind of weird.
1: Yeah, me too. It just felt weird. I mean, I knew it going in, but even that, I, when I read it, I was kind of like, hmm. Hmm. Just seems, it's, like you said, it seemed weird.
0: Uh, so then we get to the end of the chapter, and we find out that the twins have, apparently in the past, mailed poop to Percy at work before. So that's cool.
1: That is awesome. <laughs> it was a fertilizer sample. Nothing personal
0: oh, it was personal. <laughs> now, when they said that it was them, that wasn't dragon poop, was it?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Because I said, oh, that was funny. They mailed them dragon poop and said that it was a fertilizer sample. Oh, where would they have gotten dragon poop? Oh, no. I don't think that was dragon poop. It
1: could have been other poop.
0: I think it was... Human. Or was, do
1: you think Charlie helped them out?
0: You think it's Charlie's
1: poop? <laughs> no, Charlie <laughs> works with dragons.
0: So they Maybe? mailed. So Charlie pooped and they mailed it. No, to
1: Charlie got some dragon poop and mailed it to the boys. I don't know. And then Jess, mailed it to. Seems, yeah, I know.
0: That's, that seems. It seems a lot more likely that one of the twins pooped in a box <laughs> 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 and then mailed it to a person
1: i don't i don't want to think that i want to think that at least maybe it was a cow patty from somewhere
0: A <laughs> cow patty
1: <laughs> i i just don't want to picture the twins pooping in a box
0: i wrote a book to my kids when i was teaching fourth grade and they were talking about uh on the oregon trail the kids would pick up buffalo chips yes. and, and throw them at each other and they would have like buffalo chip fight and the kids were like what are buffalo chips well, <laughs> it's dried-up buffalo poop. Oh, no! Yeah. Hey, it's the Oregon Trail. You had to find ways. There was ways, nothing to do. You, know, you had to find ways uh, to amuse yourself. Uh, so, you know, we talk about talking about poop getting mailed in boxes here. We try to keep it as PG as possible here on the show, although our friend Jennifer in California says that sometimes you guys um, aren't so PG, and I, I kind of disagree with that. Yeah. I take, take I take We uh, asked her umbrage with that.
1: for documentation and proof and notes and timestamps, yeah. uh, references, but she never did get back with us on that. No,
0: because she's got nothing. No. This is a family-friendly show. Yes. We want kids to be able to listen to it with their parents. We've had emails of parents that are listening to it with their kids. Mm-hmm. We want uh, students at the schools that we work with, if we tell them about it, to be able to listen to it. Um, it's, it's totally safe. Don't listen to Jennifer in California.
1: Yeah. Never listen to Jennifer.
0: I I found that out recently too. Yeah. I'm I'm here. (laughs) He has been
1: spending a lot more time with Jennifer lately, uh, via the, the The FaceTime. The interwebs. Yeah. yeah. FaceTime. And we play trivia together Mm -hmm. every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh,
0: smooth transition there. Yeah. Uh, we talk, we're, uh, talking about our friends at the People's Trivia Company, that being Austin and Jack Floyd out there in California. Now, what they were doing, they were a very prominent uh, trivia company that would do bar trivia uh, several, I'm guessing quite a bit, several days during the week at, at local establishments. And because of the pandemic, they haven't been able to do that, so they have taken to the interwebs, To put on live trivia shows Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. Sometimes on Sundays. It is at 7 o'clock Pacific time. Except for on Sundays. Except for on Sundays, apparently.
1: (laughs) Anastasia found that out. She was really, really looking forward to the...
0: Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yeah,
1: on Sundays sometimes it's a themed uh, trivia. we did a
0: Harry Potter night one night on Sunday.
1: And so she was really looking forward to doing The Last Airbender and... She missed it because she didn't know the time was different.
0: Well, as far... I, I always thought that they were... Because the Harry Potter one was at the, the same time? time. So oh, Maybe uh, something just came up. 7 o'clock Pacific Time. On their YouTube page, look up People's Trivia Co. Or People's Trivia Company on uh, YouTube. I uh, believe they're also People's Trivia Co. on Twitter. And they're also on Facebook as well. And you can get on there. And it's totally free. They have six rounds of awesome trivia. They've got picture rounds. They've got audio rounds. They've got themed rounds. It's so much fun. And I I got sad yesterday because as we're recording this, it's a Tuesday, so it's a trivia night. But Monday, yesterday, I thought, oh, trivia tonight. And it wasn't because it's Monday. That's how much I look forward to it. And I look forward, we've been playing with our friend, jennifer in california our friend kelly in new york our friend anastasia in connecticut we've been playing with uh, some of my brothers so we've been we team up and we submit one set of answers and we we team up through FaceTime. So we literally have people from coast to coast playing with us on the on the team here and i love hanging out with with your friends i love uh you know we're we are a very good team we have not won yet but we have been within a point of winning with like you know 40 something teams there i think we have a really good balance of trivia knowledge yeah big
1: good there. mix mm-hmm. variety of
0: a uh, mix of ages too us being the olds
1: the olds yeah
0: <laughs> and uh you know anastasia being the young one who knows about uh, the cool stuff the young uh, you know up up the uh, the current <laughs> You know, cool stuff in the world of pop culture, mm-hmm.
1: and we have two librarians.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, one and kind a half of because I'm I'm a bad librarian, so
1: But <laughs> she's just a teen like like she just does teen, teen yeah. librarian. So
0: between the two of us, we're a librarian,
1: a librarian, yeah.
0: Uh, we've got a couple nurses on our team who don't know anything about medicine,
1: but they do know Star Wars <laughs> and video and games. plants.
0: And Jennifer has literally been to every country in the world. Yeah. She knows a lot of stuff.
1: She does. So we had a picture, like it was landmarks. Like, oh, that's around the waterfalls in Ghana. It's like, oh. <laughs> okay. Huh? I was there two summers ago. <laughs>
0: it was like, she, she gallivants a lot she does. around the world. She hasn't been there. I've live.
1: mentioned that before on this uh-huh. show because I'd be like, yeah, uh, Jennifer just texted me last night. She's leaving for Iceland this morning. Yeah. I, she didn't mention it before this. Like, You know, going to Iceland would be a big deal. I thought maybe she would, like, tell me ahead of time, hey, guess what, I'm so excited about my trip. Nope, she just left the next day for Iceland. I
0: wonder if she's ever been to Transylvania.
1: I don't know. Maybe ask her tonight. I
0: wonder what Transylvania is like, like, in the real world. I wonder if it's, like, if they play up to the, like, a tourist attraction, like the whole vampire thing.
1: They got to to some extent.
0: Like uh, gift shops and stuff everywhere. Like fake vampire teeth you can <laughs> buy. You can like, like instead of butterbeer, you can buy like vampires' blood, and it's yeah. just really just like cherry Kool Aid.
1: Yeah, I'm sure
0: they do. Okay. Uh, anything else about this chapter? Uh, well, we let's let's wrap up uh, the fact that we want to give a shout out to the People's Trivia Company, Austin and Jack Floyd in California. They do live trivia on. YouTube every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, sometimes Sunday, not every Sunday, but sometimes they'll do a, th- uh, a whole theme game on Sunday, and it is 9 o'clock, or it's 7 o'clock Pacific time, so if you're in the central time zone like we are, it is 9 o'clock p.m. If you're on the eastern uh, time zone like Kelly and Anastasia are, it's 10 o'clock yeah, p.m. Yeah,
1: it gets kind of late. Also, I wanted to throw it out there, um, They they will say repeatedly that they are not family friendly
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is not a pg show um
0: they they do a pretty good job of keeping yeah. it like i'd say pg-13
1: yeah i mean there's nothing there, there's no
0: f-bombs
1: really bad
0: there's no like uh
1: they did do tipsy uh karaoke yeah. the other night
0: when they got their thousandth subscriber they uh invited in, in, a, in a bit of alcoholic beverages and but there was no...
1: It wasn't like, bad. It was just they were no a new. little ridiculous, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they, they have to keep it a certain level in order to be stay monetized by YouTube. YouTube. Mm-hmm. So it's, I'd say, PG-13.
1: Yeah, but just transition from this show to that. I just wanted to throw it out there that it might not be a, for, you know, everyone.
0: Well, everyone would probably be asleep. Anyway, but. <laughs> By everyone well, we mean the little <laughs> ones.
1: <laughs> be asleep by then, it's fine.
0: I don't know, the maj- I, I mean, I've, I've never had an issue where I would think that, oh, that's like too racy or raunchy or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, they, they don't even let, in, in the chat, if somebody says something that's off-color, they will delete it from mm-hmm. the chat either. I think
1: mostly mm-hmm. it's the heckles, some of the heckles will be a little more... And she cleans it up sometimes, yes. but there's more, I guess, innuendo sometimes So it's free than those. to play, but
0: they do. Uh, you can send them uh, like a tip via Venmo, and they will give you a shout out on on the air. So that's like you know just a little something. We always you know send them a little something every time we play because they're giving us amazing quality of entertainment and the production value from them from them doing it in their home is really cool you know just the fact that the interaction and the the production that that they do is really cool you know i don't know how how they do it so it's there it's it's become something that i've really looked forward to and they said even when the world gets back to normal they're still going to be do, doing some kind of probably not three nights a week yeah I but some so. kind of you know weekly online uh component just because they've they've been very successful with it and uh, we give a shout out to them. So Austin and Jack Floyd, uh, People's Trivia Co., you can follow them on Twitter. They're on Facebook. But more importantly, subscribe to them on YouTube so you know when the next game is coming up. Yep. And we're going to be playing here in a couple hours. So we're going to wrap up here. I wanna, we gotta get, We got to talk about our appearance that's going to be coming on August 1st. Do you want to do the email first?
1: Uh, yes.
0: You hesitated. There. I have no idea. Did you not know that we had an appearance coming up on August first? I didn't
1: know it was August first.
0: What did you think it was?
1: I thought it was still in July.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> August is coming. August. Was that the next month? August
0: is coming. <laughs> uh, you don't know that there's an email. It's August here? almost.
1: O- I mean, July is almost over. Uh, it's
0: twenty-first, babe. So we got. 10 you th-
1: said earlier you didn't know the date
0: we got 10 days left. Okay. Uh, This Saturday is Star Wars Night. Star Wars
1: Night. Yeah.
0: At the uh, place that we are going. And then the week after that is Harry Potter Night, which is what we're going to be taking part in. Let's do the email first. You don't know there's an email coming. Sometimes I like to surprise you. To kind of... uh, Because I like to see the look on your face when, when I read these. This comes from Jamie in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Hi, Jamie. Jamie writes, do you think Ron and Hermione's parents ever hang out as friends? It seems like it could be a perfect fit. The muggle family that knows nothing about wizardry and the wizard family fascinated with muggles.
1: I, when you ask that, immediately think, oh, that would be a horrible combination. I mean, I get what you're saying now that he's read that part of the email. But Hermione's family just seems very prim and proper and See, I didn't get... Not loud and noisy like the Weasleys. Yeah, that's
0: true. But I didn't get the... I didn't get... When we briefly met them in Diagon Alley mm-hmm. a couple books ago, maybe last book, I didn't... I just got the... I got the impression that they were just a little kind of overwhelmed by everything, like fish out of water. Yeah. But not that they were prim and proper and like thought very highly of themselves. Uh, they're both dentists, right? I don't know if they
1: both are. I think her dad's a dentist.
0: We'll have an intern look it up. But I... Jamie might be right. I think maybe they could... Any questions that they have about the wizarding world, hanging out with the Weasleys, could be a, a way to answer some of those questions. And we know that all Hermione's parents would have to do would be to take out their cell phone, and Mr. Weasley would just be knocked over... Just with the 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 science of it, uh, he he's just very fascinated by any, anything to do with muggles. So I don't know, could be a, and we you know we find out
1: maybe later on when they're yeah. a little more comfortable yeah, we'll with the wizarding world. I think, yeah. of, I think they'll be
0: having by the a be quite as I think they'll be having a lot of dinners together uh,
1: Eventually. later
0: on. So, uh, if you guys have an email, you can always send it to us at broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com or tweet us at broomsticksb. That's broomsticks followed by the letter B. No spaces, no underscores, nothing like that. And we're hoping to meet a lot of new people at our next event. Now, Jessica and I have done some Comic Cons before that we really enjoy glad-handing and meeting everybody and doing our discussions and our trivia contests and our prize giveaways. We've done SalukiCon. We've done St. Louis Comic-Con. We've done uh, several, several events. I thought there was more, too. Yeah, we'll have an intern look it up. Look up our travel logs. (laughs) Travel logs. We'll have our our travel agent look up. Look at our travel travel receipts. But... August 1st, I believe it's a Saturday, Uh, we are, they're going to be, uh, we're going to be appearing at the Harry Potter night at the O'Fallon Owls game, it is a minor league baseball team here in the St. Louis area, they play at uh, Car Shield Field in O'Fallon, Missouri, and we have been invited to uh, come to the event, and do some meet and greets with people and talk about the podcast and give away some prizes and just share our love for all things Harry Potter. And I don't know about you, but I am super excited. It is, uh, I believe it is sold out. Yeah. So, you know, we we say that we're going to be doing this. It's not really to generate ticket sales for them because I believe the event is already sold out. They have a a limited capacity because of social distancing uh, parameters that are put in place. However, they do expect their biggest crowd of the year. Yes. That is, I believe, the only game that they have on their schedule so far that is already sold out. Uh, I'm assuming Star Wars Night, which we're going to next week, will probably end up getting there. Yeah. uh, With last-minute ticket sales. But I love the... I've been going to the park since they built it, which was probably 20 years ago. Uh, And they've had... a variety of teams playing in there and the new team there is the O'Fallon Hoots. Hoots and we went to a game the other day we had a blast uh we got some we got caught some t-shirts we caught some hot dogs yeah
1: there's so much <laughs> stuff they just threw stuff at us every Literally. half
0: inning they had some kind of game going on on the field minor league baseball is is amazing and they really make it fun and it's cheap
1: it was a double header so mm-hmm. we got to see two games mm-hmm.
0: And got to see fireworks afterwards because fireworks, we that didn't was get to great. see fireworks on the Fourth of July. Yes, because of COVID. So August first, it's the Harry Potter night uh, at the O'Fallon Hoots game. It is, I believe, uh, I believe it's a doubleheader. Yeah. And uh, it's a five thirty central time start, and it's Harry Potter night. They're going to have characters. They're going to have uh, games theme uh themed harry potter themed games uh, and they're going to have dan rhino and jessica rhino uh, they're representing broomsticks and butterbeer we're going to be doing some giveaways yes we're going to be uh you know giving out some buttons and some bookmarks and talking about our love for harry potter and meeting some new fans and hopefully uh getting uh some new fans to the podcast here so i'm excited about it what about you
1: i'm very excited. I hope the weather cooperates mm-hmm. because we've been having some really nasty weather here. It's been like ridiculously, instantly make you sick hot. And then it's been storming.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it's what happened earlier. I the cut the grass two. and almost died from the heat. And now it's a, a pleasant 74 degrees because of torrential downpour.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Flash flooding and, every, and crazy lightning. We had so much lightning the other night in the storm.
0: It was it's just... Like thunder. Lightning, the way you love me is frightening. I better not wood, hmm. baby. Sorry, <laughs> musical interlude here. I hadn't, su- I hadn't sung in a little while and I was feeling a little backed up.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Is that what happened?
0: Mm-hmm. Just like the Weasleys felt a little backed up. So they sent uh, Percy a little present in the mail. <laughs> I feel a little backed up I gotta say. Oh oh goodness. But yeah, August first, five thirty. Looking forward to it. Uh, if you got tickets, we look forward to seeing you there. And I assume there's some crossover. I assume that at least one of the people that has a ticket to that game already is a listener to this podcast. <laughs> has to be.
1: Well, if you are, come say hi. Maybe we'll have a special prize.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: First listener that comes.
0: Like, I've been listening to you guys since day one. You can have all the prizes. All the prizes. We're done. Yep. See ya. (laughs) Uh, We're looking forward to that. Hopefully, we'll have more opportunities like that soon. Uh, This past weekend, we were supposed to do St. Louis Comic Con, which is one of our favorite shows. And they postponed it due to COVID. And a lot of people were upset, you know, saying that, you know, you're just believing in in what the media is telling you about how serious this thing is and you shouldn't have canceled it and i wholeheartedly disagree i think it was the right move even though i i love that comic-con i love the people that that run the show i think they do a great job they allow us to to do our shenanigans on stage with the, the harry potter podcast and we get to you know meet a lot of people and sell a lot of stuff but it's the right move you know let's let's get together and we can do it properly
1: yes uh particularly here in st louis at the moment we our numbers are out of control again mm-hmm. uh worse than they ever were mm-hmm. every day we're setting a new record it's just not the time to do
0: it mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. wear your mask people i know it's it's inconvenient but
1: it's hot outside Where are it's 105 heat index here and 90 percent humidity and we're wearing our masks Yeah,
0: trust us you don't want this it it's it's awful you know there's you know try not to get too deep into the woods here but there were some nights i was worried that i wouldn't wake up the next morning and i've i've never felt that way with any sickness that i've ever had until this came along so you know wear your masks practice social distancing get together like like we are with our friends on facetime yeah you know it's, it's great it's been so, great and uh, if you're looking, if you're bored, looking for something to do, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night, People's Trivia Co. on YouTube. Uh, it's it's a ton of fun. They they do a great job. And uh, Austin is a Slytherin. Jack is a Hufflepuff. Um, we got Jess the Ravenclaw. We just need a, a Gryffindor. We Gryffindor can, to hang out, yeah. And we can you know complete the uh, the, the foursome there. So uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode here. Anything else you wanted to say or give a shout-out to? What you're reading now, stuff like that?
1: Uh, no.
0: No? Okay. <laughs> we don't want to talk about what I'm reading right now. Jess is really into Danielle. She's on a Danielle Steel no, kick right now. No, <laughs> no, no.
1: That is not it. I, um, I've i always been a big Sarah Moss fan. Um. Some of her stuff more recently has taken a turn and become quite a bit more adult than her previous stuff. And I'm trying to get through her latest book. It's very, very, very long, and very vulgar.
0: Uh, I think it's a uh, Sarah Moss is actually the uh, pen name for Danielle Steele.
1: No, it's... no, that's
0: not <laughs> it. Oh, I'm we'll an intern. Look I've it up. met
1: her <laughs> several times. Danielle Steele? No, that's awesome. Sarah Moss.
0: She's got like 150 books, though, so that, I mean, I, you know, I like to finish an author, so
1: uh-huh.
0: take it would take a while. Well, thanks, everybody, for downloading, listening, and subscribing. We will be back soon with another episode of your favorite hashtag Harry Potter podcast, and I believe we got an award for the number one Harry Potter podcast within walking distance of the Missouri River, so that's, that's something to tout, I think.
1: Yeah. We're really close. Until the guy
0: down the street makes a Harry yeah. Potter podcast that's better than this one.
1: Oh, I don't think he could do that. Yeah, no, I don't think
0: he could either. Can't even cut his grass.
1: Wait, which guy? I don't know, I'm just... Okay. I was, I was immediately thinking of the um, the guy down the street with the lightsaber party.
0: Yeah, always trying <laughs> to get us to come over and play lightsabers.
1: Uh, but he would actually probably be further from the Mississippi?
0: Missouri. Missouri, I You mean. can't walk to the Mississippi from our house. I mean, you could, he could. but it would take you a while
1: walk
0: towards Alton that's not that far I mean
1: it's doable it's doable not, like, not with this heat I mean
0: Missouri River we could do like right now yeah you know in about yeah
1: well it's not too hot right it's now about
0: a about a 25 minute walk you know leisurely walk yeah so uh number one Harry podca- Potter podcast between uh within walking distance of Missouri River something to be proud of Woo-hoo. so until next time We are Broomsticks and Butterbeer. Give us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And we will be back next time with Chapter 6 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Uh, Chapter 6 is... The Portkey. The Portkey, which I am familiar with from the Harry Potter, uh, like, Pokemon Go game.
1: Oh! I was like, (laughs) what are you? How? Oh, yeah.
0: There we go. So, until next time, I'm Dan Rhino. I'm Jessica Rhino. And we'll see you then. Bye!